0: Hello, thank you for listening to this podcast. My is Stephen Cook, and this is a message from the Northmore team in Devon for Easter Sunday 2022. There's a wonderful painting you may have seen by Eugene Bernand of Peter and John running to the tomb that first Easter Sunday. Somehow the artist has managed to capture in their faces the mixture of fear and hope that they must have been feeling. Mary had told them that Jesus had gone, And now they were running to find out. It could be the worst news. Not only had Jesus been crucified, but now they'd taken his body to do goodness knows what with it. They couldn't even let him rest in peace. But mixed in with it was something else. They'd been with Jesus for three years now. They'd heard him teach. They'd seen the miracles, including making dead people live again. He had seemed indestructible. And then there would have been the other feelings as well. Maybe the women had gone to the wrong tomb. Maybe they were exaggerating. The only way was to see for themselves. When you get a chance, look at the picture. If you search Peter and John running to the tomb, you'll find it. The mixture of hope and fear is captured beautifully. John's is the most detailed account of the resurrection. He records how the younger disciple outran Peter and got to the tomb first. It was as the women described, empty. Then Peter arrived and went in, taking in the linen cloths lying around, and, a strange detail, the cloth that had been around the head rolled up in a place by itself. If you were going to steal a body, why would you unwrap it? That would be the last thing you'd want to do. But maybe there was more. It's hard to think there wasn't an aura about the place. John records simply, they saw and believed. There's a verse in the letter to the Thessalonians where Paul, writing to a church where some people have died, says, I would not have you grieve as others do who have no hope. Of course they were sad people had died. Of course they felt the loss. But they were not without hope. Hope can be hard. We all know the phrase, don't get your hopes up, because dashed hope is worse than no hope. But there's a particular quality to our hope as Christians, because we don't hope that something might happen. We hope in something that has happened. More than that, we hope in someone. Mary stayed by the tomb Peter and John went home. It's almost as if they needed to process what they'd seen. I'm guessing when they were running to the tomb, they were 80% fear and 20% hope. When they went home, the fear and the hope were reversed, but the doubt was still there. What did this mean? Jesus wasn't in the tomb, where was he? I don't imagine their grief melted away straight away. They were grieving but not without hope. There's all kinds of hope. Just the other day, someone was telling me that they would what they would do if they won the lottery. It was quite an elaborate plan, and after she told me, there was a little pause, and she said, but I've got to win the lottery first. You might hope for a letter to drop through your door telling you that a relative you didn't know you had has died living, leaving you a fortune. Or you might hope for something a bit more modest like No rain over Easter holidays, which actually might happen. All these things are hope that. We hope that something might happen which will change the way things are. The Easter hope is a hope in something that has happened. And that's what I want you to take away with you today. 22 years ago, we were in a period of hope that. The Berlin Wall had come down. The end of history had been declared. It seemed obvious that given the choice, everyone would choose open democratic government. America was the only superpower. The threat from China and Russia had not yet emerged. The world had its problems and there were growing warnings about climate change, but it seemed solvable. We welcomed the new millennium with hope in our hearts that this new century would be the best so far. Well, I think it's fair to say that thus far, the 21st century hasn't lived up to our expectations. We all watched in horror as those planes flew into the Twin Towers, sparking a chain of events that have shaped our lives. Russia has rearmed and become a dictatorship. China has grown enormously in wealth and power, while at the same time reinforcing its one-party authoritarian regime. The Arab Spring flared up and died, leaving failed states and warlords in its wake. We've lived through a financial crisis and a pandemic, and now we're living through a war in Europe. In the background, the dark clouds of an existential climate crisis are growing, which David Attenborough the other night compared to the meteor strike which wiped out the dinosaurs. And this is only 2022. It's tempting to close our ears, and hope it will all go away. And goodness me, I have watched my share of escapist TV in recent years. As Christians, we grieve for the world as it is the world that God made and loves. But we do not grieve without hope, because we are an Easter people. The resurrection is not just a past event, it's a present and future event. Where the Spirit of God is at work, resurrection happens. Paul urged his readers to believe that the Spirit which raised Jesus from the dead was at work in them as well, in the here and now and that the resurrection of Jesus was a first fruits, first indication that a great harvest was coming. Because Jesus died and rose again, we have the courage to believe that with God, all things are possible, and that the future of the struggling, grieving world is in God's hands. So we are a people of hope, not hope that something might happen, but hope in something that has happened. We don't just believe that Jesus rose from the dead, We believe in Jesus who rose from the dead. We have what the Bible calls confidence. Confidence for ourselves, for those we come into contact with day by day, including those in difficult or desperate circumstances, and for the world at large. We're not excused from being part of the solution because we believe that God will sort it out. We want to be part of the way God will sort it out. We want to be part of the future hope for the world, and a beacon of hope in dark times. David Attenborough, on that programme you may have seen the other night, described the day the meteor that wiped out the dinosaurs hit the earth as one of the most significant days in our planet's history. I wondered what other days he had in mind. I doubt for him it was that first Easter, but for me it is. Early in the morning on that first Easter day, the world changed forever and for good. And even though wars and famines, disasters and triumphs have come and gone, that fundamental change remains. Jesus is alive and God's spirit is at work. And we are the torchbearers of that hope in dark times. So a very happy Easter to you. And may you know God's peace and joy as the power of hope, power of the resurrection is at work in you. May God bless this word to us. Amen.